Hey guys, so um, I wanted to jump on and talk about uh, rejection. Um, it's been probably about maybe three months since my last uh, job, and well, we're going on four months now. kind of frustrating because you know I want to find something that, that I want to do that I'm good at so you know with my job search that's been happening I've applied to a lot of places I've undergone like a lot of interviews whether it be over the phone or in person and um, I've, I've been continuing to get rejected there was a lot of things that I, you know, applied for that, you know, I really wanted to pursue, but um, it just never turned out. Like, I got rejected. Um, and, you know, some of the positions that I applied for, you know, I put in a lot of work. Like, for instance, I applied to, um, to join the police force. Um, you know, at the time, it was it was something that I really wanted to do. It was something that you know I put a lot of work in. Um, I took my my exam three different times, and I didn't pass it until my third time. So you know, during the three stages, I was getting very discouraged. Um, I continued to pray about it, and you know, by the time I hit that third one and I passed my exam. I went on to the next stage so the next stage was the, the physical training my physical I probably took twice and I passed it maybe on my second time and um, you know it wasn't easy um, now that I think about it going back and reflecting on it the stage and the time the time that I was in um, me and my kids dad we still weren't married yet But I wanted to pursue it. I still wanted to pursue it. So I had to train for it. You know, I had to get in shape physically. And when I went back the second time to take my PT, you know, I passed it. Um, and then, you know, the last stage was the background check. And this was probably over a period of maybe three or four years that I continued to pursue it because, you know, I had to keep waiting until the next uh, testing dates. Um, but, you know, I passed the physical. So, you know, I was um, I was motivated, you know, I was inspired because I just felt like, you know, it was something that I couldn't give up on. Once it came to my background check, um, I got my mail, I got the letter in the mail, and they didn't pass my background check. And that was like the last stage, you know, I was so like motivated, I was inspired, I was praying about it. And even though I took the exam three times, I failed it twice, I passed it on the third time. And then when it came to my physical, I took the physical twice, I passed it on the second time. 
and then the last stage was my background check which was there's no stages to that you just once you get to the PT then you do the background check and then they'll you know email you or send you your their follow-up letter if you passed or not and they mailed me my letter and I got an email and I didn't pass so um, you know at the time um, it was very frustrating for me um, I got very discouraged um, you know and emotionally I was you know I was upset I was really angry um, and confused and I you know I kept asking God like well what am I supposed to do you know if this was something that I wanted to do I wanted to pursue you know it took me all the way up until that stage it took me like maybe two three years to get to that part and then you know I got denied and I didn't understand it back then but um, now that I think about it you know uh, we're talking about like maybe four years later um, it wasn't I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that it wasn't meant to be you know if I really think about who I am as a person you know I could have made a, a excellent police officer um, you know I hope I hold all the good traits I have the demeanor um, but I just I don't think that's what God wanted me to do. You know, it was something that I really wanted, but I never really, you know, asked God, like, what is my passion? What am I supposed to be pursuing? What is my calling? So, you know, four years later, um, I worked several other jobs, but, you know, I still, it just never stuck. I'm still, you know, as of right now, I'm not employed. So, um, you know, the point of my story is, um, in life, I think for me, I've been rejected all my life, even with, you know, not just with the police force, but with a lot of other things too. And till this day, I'm still trying to figure out like, what is it that, you know, my purpose is, what is my calling Lord, you know, and I honestly think that now that I'm here where I'm at now, um, you know, I'm finally starting to figure out who I am as a person. Um, and it's hard, you know, it's very discouraging, um, especially with everything that I've been through, you know, um, within the past couple of years, I finally decided to marry my kid's dad, which we got married during the pandemic. So it's probably been about a little bit over two years and now I'm getting a divorce. I'm in the process of getting a divorce with him because I've been with him, you know, since my high school year and um, probably about 14, 15 years I was with him that we weren't married and then we finally decided to get married. And I felt that I needed to do that because I, I felt convicted. You know, I've been with him all this time and, you know, I, I couldn't stand being with him and sleeping with him and we were in, I was living in sin. So, you know, that was something that I took upon myself as well. Like, I just felt like, okay, um, maybe things aren't working out in my life because I'm not married yet with him. 
So that's why I decided to take that step. And we got married. And then maybe, what, it's been like probably about a little bit over two years now. And now I'm getting a divorce. Um, there's a lot of things, you know, that has happened in my life that I, I can't make sense of. You know, I don't, I don't understand. But with everything that I've been through, you know, I've, I've, always, um, I've, I've always continued to trust in God regardless whether it's good or bad and I honestly think that um you know this with me getting this divorce I think within the time frame that I was married to my kid's dad that's when I felt like everything started hitting me because you know we started hitting rock bottom um and my kid's dad he's he's been struggling with um you know addiction so you know there was a lot of things that I couldn't I couldn't focus on I couldn't make sense of and um you know we it's 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 gone from not only our financial but our stability as well and ever since I've been with him we were never able to find stability especially for our kids so I just you know it's it, it's it's been um it's been a rough past couple of years because we've just been moving from family member's house to family member's house. We've been in, in a lot of altercations, and arguing and fighting. And um, I'm not on, you know, I, I have my addictions, but nothing, um, nothing major. Like I'm not, no drugs or anything, but that's what my, my husband's problem was, my ex-husband. He struggled with addiction, and now that I, f I was finally able to, you know, try it again. I kept trying, I kept trying with him, I kept trying with him. Um, you know, it still wasn't working. It got really bad to where he would um, just take off. He would leave me and my kids and abandon us for like three, four days, and, you know, he would take off in my car. And so, you know, my last straw with him um, I think he really, that was the last of it. Like, I, he really, really hurt me. And I felt like, you know, with all of these trials and all of these things that we've continued to go through as a couple, um, I never gave up on him, but he continued to keep hurting me. He continued to keep hurting my kids. So I felt like, you know, God was, um, telling me like okay if you're gonna stay in this relationship then I'm gonna allow him to keep hurting you until you're ready to let go so I felt like you know this last straw that I finally had enough I called it quits and then you know I went on to um, right now I'm in the process of filing for divorce um, we've been separated for maybe about four months now and I feel like, you know, now that I'm in the process of making these steps and, you know, being true to myself and finally giving myself back everything that I gave to my, my kid's dad, I feel like I feel more loved. I can feel, I, I found myself, I'm finding myself and there's nothing like having, um, you know, that time and that energy and this whole healing process that I'm going through, 
to to actually be able to sit there by yourself and realize that in life I think we pay attention so much to you know pouring ourselves out into other people or in our other half or you know to our life in general that we forget that sometimes whatever you pour out it's probably good for you to pour into yourself as well and when I say that I mean self-love like um, you know spending time with yourself uh, figuring out who you are because I've been with him for so long I've never uh, sat there and really thought about that you know I never really sat there and thought about what I want to do what I want to pursue who I am you know finding myself um, in general and you know now that I'm in my separation and I've been by myself for the past couple of months with just me and my kids it's it's starting to become more clear for me about uh, who I am first and I think you know all these years I was so focused on finding um, my you know my passion and pursuing my calling but I never really sat there and asked myself who I was as a person and you know it's such a good feeling now because um, even though I'm still you know trying to find myself and find out who I am I I'm um, I feel like I'm also being tested as well too you know God is testing me to see if okay are you gonna go back or are you gonna go forward you know and right now my main focus is just going forward I want to move forward with my life because I've been stuck for the past 15 years pursuing somebody that wasn't really uh, invested in me as well and you know I really believe that um, God really does have somebody for me um, but you know he's just it's it's never our time it's always going to be his time and he knows the past the present and the future so you know if you're going to continue to keep living in cycled patterns if you're going to continue to keep living um, in cycled behaviors then you're basically just blocking your blessings and i feel like ever since i decided to move forward with my life you know things are coming they're coming into my life slowly but surely but he's watching me, so, you know, it's it's real um, critical about how you handle um, what you're doing and how you're moving forward with your life. And then also, you know, your motive, your heart. Are you, are you being, are your intentions pure? Do you mean what you say and are you going to do what you mean? So it's, it's real important for me to, you know, take this time as um, trusting in him. And I say that by, you know... There's so many things around me that are going bad, but then again, there's so many things that are coming in in clutch that are coming into into place. And when I I feel like you know a lot of you know all these years, I feel like I've I basically I've been walking by faith, you know, and not by sight. And it's so discouraging because you know. You wake up every day and you're trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do now? What's what's today like? You know, you, you want to have a plan. But I think most people fail to realize that it's never going to be your plan. It's never going to be your will. It's never going to be your timing. You 
you really, really do have to live by faith and not by sight because that's what God goes by, you know? He's going by your intentions. He's going by your motives. And then, again, it's not up to us. It's up to him. So I feel like, you know, um, now that I've been by myself for a couple of months, it's 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 really um, helping me to see things a little bit more clear. And I'm not saying, like, you know, go out there and get divorces and <laughs> ruin your relationship or anything. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, the whole point of my story is that... Um, it's real important for us to to walk by faith and not by sight. You can't always go by everything that you see. Um, you know, and I've lived through that my entire life. I've always depended on God for everything, you know. He is my provider. I still don't understand, you know, how I survived everything that I've lived through till this day. I would have expected myself to, you know, turn to drugs or turn to alcohol. And, you know, I haven't. And... Um, like I've said in my previous episodes, you know, there there are times when I do get distracted. There are, There's a lot of things that can distract me that, you know, I'll, I'll focus on for a little bit. And then for some odd reason, you know, God steps in and he swipes it. Like, he just is like, no, this is not, <laughs> you're not supposed to be looking at this right now. Or you're not supposed to be talking to this person right now. Like, you know, things happen. And... Um, I, I really honestly do believe that, you know, as a human being, we can't go by our feelings. We can't follow our heart because our heart is deceitful. And so are our feelings. So are our feelings. So, you know, if you continue to wake up every day and you're, you're following those two things, you're going to end up leading to destruction. Like, it's just, it's just not going to go as you plan because, like I said, it's not our plan, it's his. So, um, you know, just some words of encouragement. Um, just stay focused on God, you know, things around you may continue to look like everything is falling apart, but in reality, behind the scenes, in the spiritual realms, in God's eyes, you know, everything is happening for a reason, God's making everything fall apart in my life, only for it to fall back into place, and I feel like, you know, now, that's what's happening to me, it's, you know, I, it, it, there, there's stages to everything, Everything was, you know, I felt like everything was just falling apart, but I continue to always pray to him. And, you know, I try my best to read my Bible as much as I can, but it's, it's, it's very hard. You know, it's discouraging, especially when you get rejected, you get rejected in life from jobs, from relationships, from people, you know, you, you get turned away. Um, people walk out of your life. Um, altercations happen between family members, you know, all kinds of things. And, um, you know, when you're in the middle of everything that's going on and that may look like it's going bad, you know, sometimes everything is just falling into place for you. And I feel like, for me, that's what's happening right now. You know, I can't call it what's going to happen next. I can't call whether or not I'm going to get this job or whether or not, you know, things are going to pull through for me. But that to me that doesn't matter I feel like as long as I trust in God as long as I continue to keep praying to him as long as I have faith and as long as my motives are pure I'll be okay me and my kids will always be okay we'll always be taken care of and I just want you to know that you know I've, I've lived through that and I'm continuing to live through it but as of right now I feel like you know Things are going to get better for me. 
and they're going to continue to get better if I continue to stay focused on him. Um, as far as my love life, you know, I'm not really concerned about whether or not who I'm supposed to be with or whether or not I need that codependency because that's what I've always depended on with my my kids' dad. You know, I needed that codependency. I never wanted to be by myself. But now I'm starting to realize that the more that I'm by myself and the more that I continue to keep praying and the more that I continue to stay focused on God, you know, things are starting to slowly but surely fall into place. And if if this would have happened you know, back then, for me, I I probably, I don't know what I'd be doing. I, I, I don't think I would be here. I don't think I would be this far into finding myself as of right now. And I wouldn't feel this, you know, this satisfaction of, oh, yes, my life is finally falling into place. But I think, you know, with the person that I used to be back then, um... I probably wouldn't have taken everything so well, you know, everything probably would have been going well for me, but at the same time, I wouldn't have, you know, followed through and I probably wouldn't have found myself like how I have now. So I think it's, um, you know, very important, and, you know, in life, you're always going to get discouraged, um, especially coming from somebody like me, you know, I'm 31 years old now. I don't have anything, but at the same time, I feel like I do have everything. And slowly but surely, you know, every day that we wake up, every day that God wakes you up, you're evolving, you're changing, you know, you just need that small little mustard seed in you for it to start. And I feel like um, people, you know, these are things that people actually go through. You know, it's it's very... It's very discouraging. Um, you could just give up on life and turn to other things, but that's what the devil wants you to do, you know? Once you start following Christ, things are going to continue to turn the other way because God wants to see how faithful you are and, you know, how strong you are. And that's, when it, that's what it boils down to, you know? You need to be strong. You need to be... Uh, focused you need to be you need to have that strength and that mentality in your head that no matter what happens in your life God is always going to be there for you whether it's good or bad you know because sometimes when bad things happen that's God showing you something like this is not supposed to be in your life or you know it just depends so ask for the discernment continue to keep praying for your strength um, and stay focused stay focused on him have that belief in your system that no matter what happens in life, God's always going to have you because that's what I've lived by and I'm still alive. I'm still here till today and, you know, waking up every morning by myself, it gets lonely, but at the same time, it's also very motivating as well too because I'm able to focus on just me. I'm able to love myself for once, you know, and um, it's a good feeling. You just... You just got to stay strong in whatever you're going through. All right, peeps, people. <laughs> Anyways, um, have a safe and blessed Thursday. And I'll update you guys on my next episode. Thanks. Okay, rejected. Um, <laughs> I couldn't help but uh, wonder to see what would pop up in the scriptures if I went and looked it up. So I did this one too. 
um, the first scripture that stood out to me is in the Old Testament, um, Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou, thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. And um, that, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to elaborate there. It's basically just telling you, like, if you're going to reject God and you're going to reject his knowledge, then he's basically going to reject you and your kids. So you better uh, unreject that. <laughs> um, and then I found uh, two from the, the New Testament um, I got Luke seventeen twenty five, but first must he suffer many things and be rejected of this generation. Wow. So, um, it is never a bad thing to be rejected. It's going to happen. It says it in Luke seventeen twenty five that you are going to suffer many things and be rejected of this generation, whether it's generation Z, generation B, A, D, you going to be rejected because people not going to like the fact that you following Christ. So do what you got to do, boo-boo, do you. Um, you know, the next, the other quote, I mean, uh, scripture that stood out to me was um, in Mark eight thirty one, And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and, and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. So, um you know, if you guys aren't familiar with that, that's basically talking about uh, Christ being um, crucified. Uh, he was rejected by, uh, you know, the elders and the chief priests and, and scribes and, and they killed him. And then, you know, they put him on the cross. And then three days later, he rose again. Um, to me, I feel like, um, you know, I didn't really understand that until I gave my life to Christ and, you know, um, I decided to get baptized after and, you know, um, you know, it's one thing to read it, but, um, I'm pretty sure, you know, for you to get the full, the full feeling and, you know, to, to actually go through it. Um, you know, what I did was I watched, uh, passions of passion of the Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how, you know, everybody has their different opinions on it, but, you know, uh, it, uh, after I watched it, you know, after being saved and all it, it was for me of you know within that moment that they were crucifying Christ it was I felt for me you know because I'm real sensitive um it was very emotional for me you know just to see um the world doing that to somebody and then you know for him because he died for our sins so you know it had to happen you know it was destined to happen but um it's a very sensitive subject for me. I get like real touchy when it comes to talking about that because, you know, the movie itself, it explains it, you know, it shows it in picture and motion. And, um, you know, that just goes to show like how how horrible this world can be, you know, how 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 heartless and how cold hearted, you know, people in the world can be that don't have Christ in their hearts and, you know, who don't know who Christ is. You know, it's it, it, it can be very um it can be very, very scary, basically, you know, um, with people like that living in the world, you, it can put a lot of people in living in fear and, you know, and, and that's not good. You know, you're not supposed to live by fear. You know, it says it in here, too. And I'm about to look up that scripture. I know it's somewhere in here, but I want to be able to, you know, back it up. Um, but, um, you know, 
living in fear is one thing. And, you know, in this world and in this day and time, you know, it's happening. Like, there's a lot of uh, cruel things that are going on in the world. And, you know, you have every right to be living in fear and to and to be scared. But um, I don't. You know, I used to. I used to live, you know, in that in that fear mindset. And I used to be afraid. But if I think about all the times that God has brought me through and, you know, a lot of times I could have died, you know, and if I think about all the places that I used to be in, you know, anything could have happened to me, but he's always had me covered in his precious blood because, you know, I pray for that, you know, the safety, my safety, me and my kids, my kids, my family. And, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm thankful. And I know that God is hearing my prayers because we just came out of a whole pandemic, like, a lot of people died, you know, all over the world. And I'm grateful because I continue to pray, you know, through that entire time to God to, to protect my family and to keep them safe and to keep, you know, keep them covered in his precious blood. And, you know, don't allow any uh, sickness or diseases or wickedness or, you know, anything that's not of him to come near any of my family members or to come near me and my children. And, you know, during that time, you know, I was staying with, I was living with my ex, my ex-husband. So, you know, even with his family too. And I was grateful for it because we came out of it. We all did, you know, my entire family, everybody, like, um, everybody that I prayed for, everybody that I, you know, I prayed the blood of Christ over my family. Um, it, they came out, everyone came out of it, you know, and, um, you know, there was, you know, I, I can compare it to, um, there was a lot of people that, you know, died from it. And, you know, that's not, you know, something that, that we should take lightly because it, it it's serious. Like God is going to plague people. He's going to plague the, the world. And, you know, with diseases like this that are coming, um, it's, it's bound to happen. And if you don't have Christ in your heart, if you don't have anybody in your family that's praying over your family, you know, that's a believer that, that, you know, that, that don't got that little mustard seed floating around in your heart, you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen. So, you know, you can't take stuff like this lightly. You need to be covered up. Like you need to be praying for stuff like that because it's very, very critical, you know, to have God, um, cover you, you know, everywhere you go, whether you're driving, whether you're walking to the store, whether you're walking down the street, you know, when your kids go to school, when you go to work, anything can happen, you know? And, you know, that's why I, I take, I don't take prayer lightly. You know, when I pray, I pray and I mean it and it comes from my heart. And, 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 um, you know, a lot of people don't, they don't, they don't know about prayer, you know, they don't know how important it is, but you need to know that it's very important. And once God sees you and he starts, you know, he starts figuring out your heart and he starts seeing that you mean it and you want it and, you know, he's going to do it for you. You know, um, it says it in there too. ask and you shall receive, you know, and um, like, like, like what I said in my previous episodes, keep your heart pure, keep your motives pure. You know, God knows your heart. He knows your desires. And if he knows that you mean well, then he's going to do it for you regardless. So, um, you know, don't take stuff like this lightly. Um, I kind of went off subject, but, you know, it's 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 bound to come out. It needs to come out and people need to hear that. All right, guys.